0: Wrapped up in this short homily are two confessions, so let me just get those out of the way now so we can move forward together. The first is that I really put off writing this homily until the 11th hour. The second is that the reason I did that is because I was feeling uncharacteristically uninspired by this gospel from John, which is actually quite inspiring and beautiful. I think part of the reason that I've been feeling uninspired to write about the gospel of John is because I've been so focused on the other versions of God coming into the world that we read about in Luke and Matthew's Gospels. The images of a weary, pregnant Mary making her way to Bethlehem, only to have to give birth in a stable, or wise men coming from far away carrying strange gifts, angels, shepherds, stars, animals. It's all so rich with imagery that I find myself immersed in the mystery of it all. In the midst of all this noise and chaos and wonder, God shows up for us as a little baby, highlighting the vulnerability and humility that Jesus takes on as a part of our nature when he comes to dwell among us. This kind of imagery and storytelling really works for me. I love a good story, and I love the way different people hear different minute details about stories and hold them up as the most important or offering the most valuable lessons, Poetry, like, for example, these first verses from John's Gospel, has always been harder for me. The grandness of these lines from John are almost overwhelming. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through him, and without him not one thing came into being. What has come into being through him was life. And the life was the light of all people. The enormity of this, if you really think about it, is incomprehensible. So it's no wonder that as I've been sitting with these words for the last couple of weeks, trying to squeeze in time here and there among various Advent practices, moving into a new house and just living in the chaos that is 2020, that I never seem to have enough thoughtful moments strung together all at once to really appreciate the awesomeness of what the gospel writer is saying here. And maybe it's because this Jesus, the word, the pattern through which everything comes into being, has never been the Jesus that I've needed before, at least not knowingly. I naturally gravitate to the human Jesus, the Jesus who came and dwelled among us, the Jesus who knows what it's like to feel pain and joy, sorrow and laughter, friendship and love. Jesus who shows me by real, tangible words and examples and actions how to live my life. That's the Jesus that I need to get me from one day to the next. That's the Jesus that guides me and illumines the path set before me. That's my Jesus. But darn it if the experience of living through 2020 didn't make me yearn for that other Jesus. The Jesus that is the word who was with God and who is God and through whom all life came to be. I've always wanted God to feel smaller and more accessible. That's why Jesus the human works for me. But this year, I wanted nothing more than to truly believe like way down deep in my bones that God is bigger than all of this. I've yearned for that Jesus the word who is beyond our understanding, beyond our imagination whose love for us is incomprehensible, more vast and expansive than the heavens. Because there have been multiple times this year that I thought to myself, surely these are the end times. Long ago, God spoke to our ancestors in many and various ways by the prophets. But in these last days, he has spoken to us by a son, whom he appointed heir of all things, through whom he also created the world's. He is the reflection of God's glory and the exact imprint of God's very being. And he sustains all things by his powerful word. As I woke up this morning, the sun was rising and the sky was brilliant with reds and pinks and oranges. And I thought maybe for a second, I caught a glimpse of Jesus the word. Jesus through which the world came into being. Jesus who brings hope. Jesus who is revealed to us over and over again like the sunrise every morning. Jesus who sustains all things. Jesus who is as constant as the sun that comes up whether we see it or not. Whether we appreciate its beauty or not. Whether we recognize it for the miracle that it is or not. So my hope for all of us this Christmas morning is that for one moment, we can catch a glimpse of this Jesus who is beyond our imagination and that that one glimpse makes us hungry for more. And we begin to seek this Jesus, the one through whom all things were made, the one who sustains all life. Because in seeking Jesus the word, I think we'll find that Jesus the human, Jesus the baby who shows up cloaked in vulnerability, wrapped in bands of cloth, and laid in a manger on Christmas, becomes even more miraculous. I don't know about you, but as we approach the end of a long, hard year, the miracle of the word becoming flesh and dwelling among us is just what I need. Amen.